0: what's up y'all thanks for tuning in this episode uh we are talking captain marvel and this is gonna be the first part of a two-parter um and captain marvel it's a character that i feel like not a whole lot of people understand truly or really know all that much about um and there's gonna be a huge impact in the mcu um, from captain marvel and brie larson's portrayal of carol danvers um we're assuming at least so it's gonna be important that you know what you're getting into when the movie drops march 8th so thank you so much for listening we're also drinking space dust which uh we've talked about multiple times on the show because it's a personal favorite um local favorite from seattle must um, be in washingtonians and it's uh it's, it's a little more complex flavor than i remember when he actually like dive a little deeper so we'll be talking now we're we'll talking captain marvel and uh, most importantly, this episode is brought to you by Action City Comics in Federal Way. Um, our boy Doug's out there representing the show and, and promoting us, and we're promoting him. So if you need a comic book and you're in the greater Federal Way area, you know where to go. All right, let's talk some Marvel. Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Earth, and with me, as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast JR Gonzalez. Sup,
1: everyone.
0: What's up, JR? And then we got my boy, Z Killer. What's popping up, Zach?
2: It's popping. I'm living well. How are you doing?
0: I am actually was, living. Uh,
2: your brother coming to
0: Alaska. I was just going to go into. I'm living marvelous. Oh,
2: Damn, sideswipe the joke.
0: Yeah, dude, that was, that was something I've been working on for like a week. I was so excited, <laughs> uh, but it's been a, uh, it was a great weekend. I mean, uh, my cousin Cameron and my brother Chubbs came up and, um, Cameron's wife couldn't make it back. I got sick.
2: Um, boys weekend. Yeah.
0: It was a boys weekend. So, uh, we went pretty, uh, ham. I'm, I'm still feeling it a little bit. Um, Friday, we went snowshoeing up in the mountains. Then we went and saw went to this place called Four United States, pretty popular bar slash restaurant out here. And then um, Saturday, we went to this parade. There's this thing called the Ferrande rendezvous Festival. It's the biggest winter festival in the country. Winter festival? Yeah. So like they do um, dog races. They do a reindeer run, like a run with the bulls. We run with the reindeer. They do a snowshoe softball tournament. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. They do ice sculpture competitions, all this sort of stuff. So we went to that. Uh, we went to the shooting range, saw some guns. Um, and then have you ever watched uh, True Detective? Yeah. Yeah. So we watched the entire first season of that on Sunday. It's
2: impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know you guys were really hurt. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like we- True Detective is cool, but what season one or season two? Season one.
0: Yeah, see, oh, season two sucks. So yeah, season two is trash. No, we, we I'm trying to prep for season three, so we rewatched season one, and it was great. Um, but what about you guys? You guys get anything this weekend? What did I uh, do?
1: And I did I went nothing. To
2: the mountains. I went to Cleelm. We we had a cabin. It was uh, Alicia's, uh, one of Alicia's brother's thirtieth birthday. So we all got a like a three story cabin out in Cleelm in, in the snow and the mountains, and just oh. played games and got Liddy. he's got an oculus rift and so we like went ham on the oculus vr all kinds of wild shit bro like have you have you seen the um nba game time with oculus rift
0: yeah with like where you can like watch the game court yes, side.
2: yes. it is fucking sick when i first saw it on uh commercials i was like that doesn't even look cool like i'd rather just watch it broadcast like you got the best view but then I did it this weekend, and I realized like you can just look at what you want to look at. Like if there's a fight over here, and the, like the ball's over here, you're like fuck that. Like, metal world piece is punching LeBron in the face. Like I'm watching that. Like you can just look at whatever you want to look at, and you can see the players like talking to each other, like what they're saying. You can see their facial expression. Dude, it's crazy. That's dope. It's a whole another way to watch sports. It's fucking, I don't know. It's cool. So do you have to it's like? It's almost worth it. The the. Uh, does you have to pay 125 a, a, a season. It's kind of like NFL Pass or whatever. So oh, it's like NBA NBA Game Pass. But then you also have to buy the Oculus Rift, which is like 350. Oh,
0: okay.
2: But yeah.
0: So is it called Oculus Rift or Oculus? I don't
2: know. I could be fucking it up. I, it might be just called an Oculus. I was. I don't know why. I th- is it not Oculus Rift? God, am I? Am I just I, like? I have no Killing idea. Oculus... my credibility here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oculus Rift. <laughs> oh no, sounds no, no. Like it's, a... it's an
2: Oculus Rift. Okay. No, no, I'm right, I'm right It's called an Oculus Rift Yeah, the VR set's called
0: an Oculus Rift Oh, thank God Woof Yeah, I fucking know Woof Isn't Mark Broyles working for Oculus now? Yeah, for like Facebook or something Yeah, Marky B Shout out to Mark, our boy Yeah, shout out to Mark He was on the uh, Stanley Thanksgiving episode with us So, uh, what about you, JR? You getting anything this weekend?
1: No, I just, I worked Like normal (laughs)
0: <laughs> you work on the weekends?
1: Sounds so sad. Uh I do I, I do sometimes with with sales like I got to make up for like if it's like if it's a super busy week and I I got to I got to finish like by the end of the week like it has to happen like bit to sending out bids and stuff and then um but that that also happens where it's like if it's slow I don't have to work a full week either you know what i mean i just got to keep myself busy but yeah but yeah it's it's sales so it it can it can leak over into the weekend and plus I did a lot of art this weekend, um, which was which was fantastic to do but tiring <laughs> at the same time.
0: Your art was fantastic, yeah. or it was fantastic to do the art. No, it's,
1: it, it was. If he if he did it, it was. It's it's, <laughs> it, it's fantastic. I did this Conan. Check it out. Uh, no no one else Dude, can see it. Dude, that's a but.
0: straight <coughs> rip from my Facebook profile pic. Did you just like f- paint a different face on my body? No, no. I
1: I I I saw. I actually did use your your picture as a reference, but I went the opposite way. So, it's like, this is what not to draw kind of situation. <laughs> you painted the opposite of what you were looking at? That sounds way more difficult and unnecessary. That's how my brain works. <laughs> that is so inconvenient to do that.
0: That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, it uh, sounds like we all had great weekends. Even JR just painting pictures of me, which is kind of weird. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, so... The reason that I had the amazing and hilarious joke um, to start the episode of Feeling Marvelous is because we're talking Captain Marvel today. Um, it's a movie that's hit in theaters starring Brie Larson on March 8th uh, about the story of Carol Danvers and her becoming Captain Marvel. Um, and since Carol Danvers is from space, she's actually part Cree, part human, we'll get into later. We'd be drinking that space dust, y'all. It's that Elysian staple, it's the tried and true, you know. Uh, tried and true an oldie but a goodie an oldie but a goodie um actually it's funny though. when we first uh you know put this team together of incredible ingenious podcast hosts the first drink we were drinking over that conversation was space dust and uh, jr said it tasted like sour grass <laughs> and uh once he said that i was like yep this is the uh this is the group we need to judge and rate beer so um that's what we're doing today. Well, I've drinking a lot of space dust. I Me, mean, Zach and I have um, haven't necessarily broken it down, um, you know, on the microphone. So this will be the first time we do that um, with one of our favorite beers. So that's pretty exciting. Z, you got your you got yours ready? All right, man. Cheers away. So the nose of it, it's it's way more citrusy than I would think because I usually just mm. taste it right out of the bottle. Um, but it's got a lot of sweetness to it, which is kind of surprising. Let's take a sip.
2: I feel like Space Dust is on the hoppier side
0: of IPAs. <sighs> yes, it definitely is. It was part of this, um I think it was called like the manic hop period for Legion. So Legion went ham on hops and just used to overly hop things and um it was a time period where Space Dust came through that and also Day Glow, which is one of the more popular IPAs. Um it's Dude, Dayglow is like almost too hoppy even for me. Day intense crazy. Yeah. I mean Space yeah. Dust is pushing that limit, but it has a sweet side to bounce it out. And Day Glow is just like straight freaking hops to your face, man. Just pounding the hops in. Yeah. What do you think about the taste? I just I, I I feel like it's it's definitely has
2: that bite. When I drink an IPA, I'm looking for the bite and it and it answers the call. Um, I do feel that that's citrus the smell and and then the taste um and i just feel comfort i don't know i've i've like <laughs> space dust is often my go-to if i'm at a bar and they have space dust on tap i i very often will order a space dust so i'm just really used to it it's my it's kind of it's kind of uh the comfort zone beer the you know watch a game monday night football kind of beer you know i just i just i love it i love it a lot
0: yeah, I know you do, man. Every time I actually have a space test now, I think of you. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get past it without thinking of Z. Um, but this is actually the f- first time I've poured it out in a glass, and it's a lot clearer than I would think.
2: Yeah, it's not dark at all.
0: No, it's almost like a Hefeweizen. Yeah. Um, it's got that yellow glow, and it's definitely got the citrus um, on the front, and then it really gets that bitter, dry end that I really look for in like my beer and my wine. I like a dry bitter taste at the end. Isn't that weird how you you like that? Like why? Why do you like that? I guess I think that just overly sweet really can like get old quickly and there's only certain times where sweet is good when bitter and dry is just more diverse, more versatile I guess Um, and I think it's kind of like that bite that you're talking about like once you have it you're just left looking elsewhere um, with those beverages that don't have it. You know you just like it's kind of like building up a tolerance
2: Yeah, it's weird. It's like spicy food or something. Like it hurts, but then after a while, you're like, "Mm," like, let's up the spice a little bit. Or it reminds me of like a sharp cheddar. You know, like how it has that like kind of like, but then at the end, you're like, "Mm," like, but that's pretty good. Like I don't know, it's it's I didn't I didn't love IPAs at first. You know, it's funny actually. Over the weekend, I was hanging out with a lot of people and. One of uh, Nick's buddies was talking about beer, and he was like, "I don't like IPAs. They just they don't taste good." And I was like, "Man, you got to work your way up to IPAs. Like, you got to start with like a pale or an amber." And I know we've talked about this before, but (laughs) I didn't even like IPAs at first. But I don't know that bite. It's it does become something that you. It's almost refreshing to me. It's almost like drinking. Have you ever drinking like a really really cold glass of water, and then it like hurts, but you're just like ah, like at the back of your throat yeah it kind of it kind of hits me like that a little bit yeah Um, man i think um
0: i think your cheese reference was spot on i think that that's exactly what it is it's like uh a gorgonzola like i'm a huge gorgonzola fan and and it's so funky and overwhelming to some people but like once i first had it it's like yeah no going back you know i love some blue cheese now And um, this isn't the first Elysian beer we've actually done. So we're revisiting Elysian because we did uh, the Super Fuzz, the Blood Orange, when we did our Morbius Living Vampire episode. Like uh, Space Dust Mm -hmm. and Dayglow, the Super Fuzz is a lot lighter. Um, I mean, it's a Blood Orange, so it's going to be a lot lighter. It's more of a summer drink. Yeah, Super Fuzz uh, is
2: a lot more fruity, I feel like,
0: and mellow like all the way through yeah exactly and if you actually mix it you can go to a bar that has both on tap and get half super fuzz and half space dust and they call it a what? Um, yeah they call it a fuzz duster so it's actually like a pretty popular drink and it has like the heaviness of the space dust but also has that that sweet and that citrus cut through even more so and wow uh, that sounds
2: that sounds amazing
0: yeah no i definitely recommend you guys try i've only had it once but it was incredible and it's fun to say yeah i mean who doesn't like saying fuzz duster you know um, so Elysian, its uh, origin was in 1996 in Capitol Hill, uh, Washington, up in the Seattle area. And um, since 1996, they've been pretty busy. Uh, they've brewed over 350 craft beers um, in that time frame, which is just an enormous amount. And it, it used to be just a Seattle-based beer company, um, but then it was bought out by uh, Anheuser-Busch. So now you can get it pretty much anywhere, which is, you know, cool, but also kind of like, you know, lame. Um, and the name space test actually comes from the galaxy hops that are inside uh, the beer and it's kind of funny because once these things hit the this, this mainstream they got very popular and once Anheuser-Busch took over Elysian Elysian was big enough to this point to purchase all the galaxy hops that were pretty much readily available so I remember we went to um, Odin Brewing for our Infinity War episode and um, they were telling us about this galactic space dragon beer hmm. they had and um, they actually started making it or I had to change the recipe because all the galaxy hops were getting taken by anheuser Bush. They sold out. Yeah, pretty much. And so the breakdown on the website um, for yeah, Legion, we call it Space Test, says the uh, a totally nebular IPA. Is that how it's written? Like in that voice? Yeah, <laughs> they wanted you to, says read it like Ray Mundo from Rocket Power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, it says
0: great Western premium two-row combined with C-15 and dextra Pills give this beer a bright and galactic Milky Way hue. The hopping is pure glow, star glow energy with Chinook to bitter and latent dry additions of Citra and Amarillo, man. Space test is out of this world with a 62 IBU. So, yeah, Richter, you know. <laughs> really wish uh, they you didn't have to read in that voice. I uh, wish I had a choice, um, but unfortunately, you know, the rules are rules. So,
2: what are you gonna I'm do? sure that's not not the case, but no, it was. All right. So yeah, we're uh,
0: we're fan favorites over here of the space dust, and uh, me and Zach are enjoying some brews while Jr. actually had a little run in. Trying to get some yeah, beer. they were they're actually charging him for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's
2: that's weird. <laughs> that's a that. weird thing at the store, <laughs> to charge for your freaking. So, I try to get beer. sponsors wherever I go,
1: right? For us, <laughs> so I thought Hagen <laughs> would sponsor us for the one beer. Hagen. I guess that didn't work out so well, um, but it, that kind of coincides with what what um, why I'm not drinking tonight. Um, one, I'm, I was being really cheap and I didn't want to buy a 12 pack of of beer that I would sip. You know, so you're talking 16 bucks for one sip and then the beer would sit in my fridge for about a year. I mean, that's that's happened before.
0: Yeah. And tell me, and that come over and drink it?
1: Yeah. And then um, so that that could have happened. But typically the beer just sits in there and then all the, the particles start to float to the top. And so, you know, the beer tends to be a little gross after a while. Mm. Um, hmm. But I, I really wanted to do it. So I literally was was in front of the beer for like tw- 25 minutes. Contemplating my decision. Oh my and, god! Twenty-five uh, minutes. So, I, because I'm like, do I? I, I, I want to so commit and I want to buy the beer, but I don't want to <laughs> buy all that beer. And I legit look like um, uh, a six. I feel so bad, yeah, for Amber, dude. Um,
2: it's funny, he's having these like life altering decision, <laughs> moments, just standing in front of a beer aisle in the grocery store, like just staring at the finding himself dust, like, oh, my
0: God. And
1: they had like all kinds of Elysian's beer uh, single bottles. So I was like, why is the one that I really want not a single beer? And I look like a 16 year old kid about to do a beer run um and just walk out the store <laughs> and i got the you know the the normal guy who who uh, runs the the alcohol section of hagen which is a really nice beautiful layout they got going on there and just, just kind of asking me if i could help hagen. a couple times and you know uh, oh other people God. who's buying beer just kind of staring at me cuz um i don't exactly look like a grown up you know particularly <laughs> if you see me from like the back or something you know, I, I tend to, <laughs> so yeah, I I I made everybody's beer experience uh, really awkward tonight because I because I just kept standing there, looking at all the <laughs> beers and contemplating if I should uh, buy the six pack or not at all, and uh, I went with not at all because <laughs> I didn't want to have a, a a five beers sitting in the refrigerator for about a year. Or so wait, um, was it a six pack or a twelve uh, pack? Well, they had. They had, okay, they had six-packs, and they had a 12-pack. George's pack. been watching uh, True Detective. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I meant six-pack. I the Five-beer, six-pack, which was... The six pack was uh, on sale for twelve ninety nine, but you know, with tax, probably like fifteen or sixteen bucks. <laughs> Especially because you already know you hate it. Yeah, <laughs> like
2: that's a, that's another thing. Like you're Spying looking at this beer poison. and you're like, all right, am I about to spend like fifteen bucks on this beer that I absolutely fucking hate? Yeah, like I hate it.
1: I'm not. I'm not gonna so, like. It's not like it wouldn't be used for anything in, else. So I, I would. Yeah,
2: leave. but I will say this. It, it would have been an interesting experiment because you say that you like more alcohol now and space. dust is what we started with. That's so true. What if we you would have gotten it, we would have drank it and you would have been like, Oh, I actually don't mind it.
0: Yeah.
1: G- well, R- what easy. I'll do is, now we'll never um, know if, if I it's a see, if I see the space dust, then by itself, I'll buy it and then taste it. And then, we'll, uh, I'll let everybody know how I don't like it again. And, <laughs> <laughs> <God> damn <it. laughs> um, but particularly, you know, I, I will tell you that I have tasted really good IPAs. It's really interesting when someone says they don't like IPAs um, because I used to say the same thing. And so I've tasted so many different IPAs out there. And there are some really good flavored IPAs. Like I even enjoy a double IPA at one time. Ayo. And, yeah. Yeah, and that was uh, at Silver City. They had that double double IPA uh, tropical oh, tropical Haze. Haze. Tropic Haze, Haze. which was super good. I, Dude, Silver I got... City's a
2: legendary brewery, man. So yeah, good.
1: Bro. Yeah. So fucking good. So I mean, yeah, that's. That, I will tell here. you that um, if you have if you don't like IPAs, there's so much out there now that you'll I bet you'll find one that you'll like. And if I liked alcohol, I would drink that. That would be my beer. That'd be my go to beer so far. So
2: far. T Hayes. Do you movie? remember when do you remember when we do you remember when we all had to drank the same beer with those decomposable straws at the same time and we almost kissed So that, uh, like that? Yeah, brings no. us
0: to our comic book story. Uh, <laughs> for the day. Where we're talking Captain
1: Marvel. <laughs> I think yeah. I think Jordan was trying to get the closest. It's like that Will Smith and Kevin James I'm just, scenario, uh, like halfway. halfway. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna go Todd Gurley
0: in the hole here and sidestep, you know, cut out. I'm just, that. just cut out behind the left tackle and go into into Captain Marvel. Um, so that's a beautiful segue to
2: our uh, comic yeah. character. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's just let's just go right into that. So uh, Captain Marvel, oh, we've uh, we've all been doing our research on on Captain Marvel for the last few weeks, and there's a lot. I mean, there's. a a ton to go through there's a lot of different storylines a lot of different um even people and characters that held the title captain marvel and miss marvel and all the other ones that go along with it so um there's there's also a complicated past with dc and marvel when it comes to the title um and jr is kind of convoluted could you break that down for us
1: yeah so there's um, there's I I thought it was a little bit of controversy back in you know the time was it the the, the 30s and 40s because Captain they had, uh there's a comic book uh comic book company called uh Fawcett, if I remember the name right and they own yeah. they came up with a character called uh Captain Captain Marvel and um Captain Mar we've done uh um we we'll probably we're gonna do a Shazam you know uh reaction to the movie but. It's basically uh, a, a, a kid who turns into a, a mighty superhero through magic. And uh, DC at that time thought that character reminded them too much of Superman. And so they went ahead and, you know, made them basically give up on the character. And then DC went and bought the comic book company and then named it Captain Marvel uh, at that time.
0: Wait, DC bought him out and then took their character? Uh, they,
1: they put some rights on that character saying he couldn't. That's it some... looked too, yeah. It looked too much like Superman. It <laughs> had too much of the Superman abilities, and you know, looked too much like Superman. And
0: God damn it, DC does some sketchy shit. I mean, it, that, you know, with Alan Moore, you know, buying out Watchmen, and now like this kind of shit, like fucking DC. bro. They bought
1: the company, and then bought... that's just my opinion. That's just from the research we've read that I've read that in the past. Um, fucking
0: DC, goddamn yeah, it. Yeah,
1: so it was kind of uh, with doing the research for this when the they get got brought up again yeah
0: gotta do what you gotta do so one fucking dc um, guy
1: (laughs) and then in the in in the 60s uh marvel came up with um uh, another and there's there's like another side small company that had another captain marvel character which was looked completely different so they might got away with it but there's been various characters that have had that that title captain marvel but um marvel's Marvel Comics came up with a Captain Marvel in the '60s, who was a Cree alie- a Cree alien, which uh, we're going to see a lot of that in the movie. And um, the Kree that's kind of they're like is a, uh, yeah, another, it's in, like another species. Yeah,
0: of, they're another species, in like yep K-R-E- But they look
1: like humans. They're,
0: yeah, they look like humans, and just not to segue too far off the path, but a storyline I read is like they're kind of like super. Not, they're kind of superhuman um they usually have blue skin but then at one point their uh evolutionary cycle was frozen by one of their enemies um so they were unable to reproduce and so in order to keep the bloodline going they started reproducing with humans um and that started causing uh or creating half Cree, half human and where they got their pink skin from um or their white skin yeah
1: the there's all kinds of, there's, well, there's all kinds of storylines with the Cree the And the one that I, I wanted to stick to was basically the, how Carol Danvers came to fruition the first time. And, um, cause there, there's a, there's a, a, a storyline that I, I've never read, but, uh, just doing some with the research that she was half Cree half, half human. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, that's what I saw too. The
0: that's one of the yeah, that's one of the possible. Yeah, storylines. there was
1: actually where there's a I I read a storyline where they had uh where her mom was Cree and her dad was human. Okay. Instead of yeah. Oh. Um so. but this this for what we're talking about is where um in 19 in in March of 1968, uh Carol Danvers was like basically introduced into the Marvel universe as a support character. Uh, for in a series called uh, Marvel Superheroes, and the issue was number thirteen. And Marvel Superheroes was a was a comic that um, Marvel used to kind of introduce, uh, basically introduce uh, story leads, story characters, and see how they did. You know, so they did like uh, Captain Marvel, they did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, are the the most famous ones that I can think of, um, and. And at that time, that Captain Marvel was, uh, Mar his actual name was Marvel. So there's there's a lot to to Captain Marvel. Mar- there's Vell. a lot.
0: Is that and that's played by Jude Law, right? Yeah, Jude Law. Yeah. So remember, Alfie. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> fucking. How Legend. could I forget
2: Alfie?
1: Dude, guy's a fucking
2: yeah. G. I just feel like Jude Law playing this character is a weird casting choice, but
1: um, I have what? Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of things about this movie I, I'm I'm a little concerned about, but um. But I guess for me, just doing just I was really I really had fun looking into this into this uh, character because of how much history there is in this character. And there's some cultural um, significance to this character, which I think everybody uh, who's ever read this stuff can understand that. But um, but anyways, yeah, she was a supporting character in that series um, and she was kind of like the strong woman. Of that time, when at that era they were trying to, was it women women's lib was going on, right? So um, she worked as a an air force officer, which was pretty weird to have at that time. And uh, yeah, she was a fighter pilot. Right, she's a fighter pilot. And uh, what she, the storyline goes in that uh, Marvel superheroes number thirteen um, is where uh, the original Captain Marvel uh, Marvel came in as a uh, kind of in, in disguise because someone was trying to assassinate him, which is, was Jan vog which I think he's going to be in the movie if I remember right. And yeah, yeah he
0: was like uh Marvell's boss yeah. or captain and... or some shit.
1: Yes. Yep. And he's trying to figure out who's trying to assassinate him. So he comes, he intercepts a, a, uh, an airplane and it's a, a guy named Walter Lawson and basically takes over his identity and goes works for NASA and that's where Carol Dan Danver- comes into.
0: What What do you mean just takes over his identity? Walter
1: was dying from when I
0: – Oh, from so he didn't his, just come in and murk Walter.
1: No, he just – it looked like he died in that, like, airplane crash, but – Oh, uh, that would be interesting. He just took over his identity. Yeah. That would be a fucking dark, dark origin to the hero. <laughs> but, it, but it would be very interesting. Yeah. Um, like, oh, damn. This dude's got
2: layers.
0: Layers. Yeah. interesting.
1: And then uh, – so, anyways, during during this time, you know the the century, um, not the century, but the Marvel mm, kind of was like living in disguise, and Jan Varg found out that NASA had this this being called the Century, which we'll get into many many later's because it's it's such an an old character <laughs> that it, I didn't really want to look too much and write too much about, but uh, but anyways, he he activated the century in. In the uh, On Earth, and the Sentry basically was there to destroy. It was there to protect the Kree race, and it was uh, basically so it was going to destroy anything that would hurt the Kree. So what Captain Marvel had to do was reveal himself, and Mar- I should say Marvel. Marvel had to re- re- and and fight against this thing. And the device called the Psych Magnation exploded, and he had to shield that explosion. Uh, Carol Danville's from that explosion, and that's where they melted that DNA. That's where they kind of were, they kind of fused together. Yeah, and that's where she had she started to develop all, um, yeah. their powers. And and, ca- and yep, they got yep. And they yeah. didn't even they didn't call her you know Captain Marvel like she didn't don the title until what 2012.
0: Well, they had and they had to wait until Captain Marvel actually died because he hadn't yet. Well, passed.
1: Yeah, but they, she actually became Miss Marvel. At first, and in 1977, they gave her her own comic book series, and it ran for about 23 issues, and that's where they kind of, they kind of, kind of she instead of being the strong superhero, she kind of teeter off a little bit. Um, But there's a lot of cool things about about this character that happened Mm. that maybe comics messed up at the time, and they kind of. um, You mean? Sidestepped it when she got abducted and then how they into it. Yes. And, and Avengers got, 200 she got raped in space. No, yeah wait and, what yeah. i didn't see this so in yeah, avengers so after miss marvel kind of uh her her own series kind of like goes off and kind of basically people stop reading it very much because at that time you got characters like spider-man you got you know silver surfer you got all these mega characters and miss marvel kind of falls off off the page for readers particularly male mm. readers um they had, yeah. they had switched her suit up and yeah dude, um, at one they point had tried she, to do
0: she was wearing just like a sash and, yeah. and her her ass was hanging out everywhere and her tits are yeah out
1: and, and they tried it was and I crazy. felt like they tried it to to create a character that would bring the male reader in but in doing so they kind of um, ruined the reason I felt like she was created which was giving women power you know giving them that yeah. that that um, that hey you could be whatever you want and they did that by uh, basically
0: they, they wanted to give women representation right. in the media
1: and mm-hmm. they needed that and they totally what they did was mimic she was basically Captain Marvel's sidekick for a little while, almost like she exactly did. Slutty sidekick. Captain Marvel did, yeah, Slutty Sidekick. <laughs> um, and so they they came out with the new suit, and um, and then so with, when the series disappeared, they kind of put her in, you know, a couple of things, you know, X Men and um, and then the Avengers, and that's where we they kind of took a break from her because of the whole uh, being abducted and made to to have someone's baby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, In little, another universe. Got a little dark there.
2: She was abducted and forced to have somebody's baby. Yes.
0: Yeah, she was abducted by an alien race and then yep. impregnated by the alien race. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminded me. You guys ever watch X-Files? Jeez.
1: Yes, who doesn't?
0: Right. Well, Scully, she got abducted by the aliens and then Absolutely. she was impregnated yeah. just yep. like that and then yep. had the kid, it was just super X-Files. Yeah, and, and the biggest part is like she was abducted and then when she got back to Earth after giving birth to of these aliens – she still fucking doubted that aliens existed. I mean, how the fuck <laughs> can you doubt? She had it inside her. It just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It's so freaking annoying. That was,
1: that was her job. Um, I, love, I love Scully. Oh my
0: god. I mean, yeah, Team Scully, but I mean, Team Mulder. Let's be um, real. But yeah, I mean, needless to say, the uh, comics at that time uh, they were frowned upon just a little bit.
1: Absolutely, and they kind of like took her out of rotation instead of like, um, like maybe confronting the issue or apologizing. the the issue like they kind of do now they kind of just said let's just kind of put her under the rug for a while let's,
2: <laughs> just, let's just let's just pretend that didn't happen' just yeah. let's just, what let's a- just move <laughs> on from that um, Captain Marvel
1: I but thought? it was definitely I I feel like the the creator uh, writer Roy Roy Thomas and, and artist artist Jean: probably did not envision that in their when they created uh Carol Danvers <laughs> yeah, but I,
0: don't, I don't think that was the end goal there uh, that as was, you get to that, that point may have story not
1: line. Um, have happened but there there was a lot of um A lot of change with Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel, um, slash Miss Marvel, but they they had a a various, um, occupation of that character. Obviously, Carol Danvers being the first, 1968 in March. Um, and then for whatever reason, they changed it up to, which I haven't researched. There's so much. I'm really interested in doing it, but, uh, Sharon Sharon Ventura came out, um, September of 1985. Uh, Carlin uh, came out, um, Oh, sorry. So Car- Carol Sofen came out in 1978, October. Sarah uh, Sharon Ventura came out in 1985, September, and then uh, the most recent and current uh, Miss Marvel is Camila Khan. Um, she came out in 2012 after Captain uh, Daryl Cam- Carol Danvers came out um, as the actual Captain Marvel in 2012, which is probably some of the stuff that we were reading. Yeah. So
0: uh, do you guys follow that? Everybody caught up.
1: There's a ton.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just it's a grapevine of titles and names and storylines and even Miss Marvel herself had four different names. Yes. Yeah. I mean there was Miss Marvel and then there was Warhawk, And then there was Binary.
1: Yeah, binary, and, yeah, which is like her super, superpower. Yeah,
0: and, and then uh, there's obviously Captain Marvel. And it's like even the <laughs> embodiment of Captain Marvel, the name and title itself had all this controversy and different people picking up that title. So it's just like, yeah. how do you even follow this? It, yeah. It's almost like at one point they're just like guessing. Like, let's try this. Yeah, Let's try that. Yeah. Let's there's, see if this yeah, works. There's I so feel much.
2: like Captain Marvel seems to me like there, there was a lot of room for people in rooms to be like, well, I mean, nobody reads this anyway. So let's just – let's just go this way let's just go that way let's just go this way like and there's a lot of history of captain marvel just being thrown around in a lot of different ideas and a lot of different scenarios changing the name changing the costume changing the the person who actually has the power so yeah it's it's a lot to follow It it is
1: and one of the things that interests me is the fact that there's so much i mean there's there's where she's fighting i mean we all saw this probably one of the most famous things is when she fights rogue Right? And Rogue just yeah, steals her powers and her memories Dude, after I, she comes back. Right? That,
0: I forgot yeah. about that when the X-Men story until I started reading this again. And then I remembered I saw the cartoon. And it's like – because I always wondered like Rogue always could fly. And I just yeah. couldn't remember how she got that power. And then I saw the cartoon and it had Rogue like having visions of her right. and like seeing her. And I was like, oh, shit. That's right. Yep,
1: She connected right? with yeah. Captain
0: Marvel and got those powers. How she started – yeah, yeah, and it's like that makes that make that was my favorite part about reading all this, right? Because it was just so freaking cool. It's like the, the story of Rogue. I mean, I love the X Men, obviously. And-
1: was it? And the funny thing about Rogue too is, which I I love Rogue. She's one of my favorite X Men. Is is how she gets those powerful. Well, she's got great taste in men. So, yeah, well, I was gonna avoid that, but um, <laughs> is that. when not she absorbs. <laughs> She had, and that's kind of, you know, she absorbs power, which Captain Marvel absorbs power. You know, she has that ability to, I'm like, so how did that work where she can't, like, how did Rogue out overpower? Of, like absor- out absorb yeah, <laughs> Captain Marvel? She totally they had an absorb up, off, bro. Up, yeah, out sponged her. Yeah, here's a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> she out
0: sponged her. Here's a puddle two sponges. Um, <laughs> who's who's going to put it together, you
1: know? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We, we just lost, like, half our women uh listeners to that comment what what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i don't know how i don't did, know if we did how did that <laughs> get where's your head at how did that get sexual whatever i just <laughs> um you need to get your head out of the gutter bro we're talking about whatever. sponges we're along. doing dishes uh, there's no fucking yeah, so <laughs> sexuality there. i have a lot of uh, i'm sweating now because i probably
0: <laughs> jesus christ what are
1: you doing what are you doing anyways
2: sponges are really setting them off
1: I don't um, get it. but <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of uh of, of great storylines with uh, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and you really have to dig in if for uh, like I feel like you have to be like a legit like all the way from like born in the era to read and understand and maybe like read comics like your whole life to get Captain Marvel and understand the significant because we're just talking about Carol Danvers, we're not even talking about Marvel. Or some of the other Kree or other aliens that have done that Captain Marvel um title. And there's like Yeah, it's just, there's so much. There's just so much.
0: Who is this movie going to appeal to? I just I don't know the fan base because like I've never had anybody ever come up to me like, Who's your favorite hero? Oh dude, Captain Marvel, hands down. I'm a fucking love Captain Marvel, dog.
2: Dude, I I know who this who this movie's gonna appeal to. For, For sure I know who this movie's gonna appeal to.
1: All right. Let's 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 hear your Letter Rip.
2: Yeah. I mean this this movie is I I think this movie is about recreating why Carol Danvers was created in the first place in the 60s. Carol Danvers was created during the civil rights movement, the first and second generation of of women's rights, and the purpose was to create a character of uh, female that was a female that had like power wasn't wasn't, you know, in the house. And um, had people that answered to her, and like str- was a strong character. And in my opinion, they failed at that. <laughs> Honestly, they started off good because the character was a uh, fighter pilot and um, like a NASA uh, special agent, and like oh, this super dope character. But then they introduced Marvel, and then she basically became Marvell's like damsel in distress um, until Marvel and her meld. Which I think is going to be a really interesting thing because this is essentially an origin story, and I know I, I think I feel like I know what the movie's trying to do, which is as I said, you know, reestablish why Carol Danvers was was created in the first place. Give females like that power, that lead type of character yeah. in Marvel because DC kind of has it with Wonder Woman. Um, She's like the ultimate. And, b- uh, yeah, woman and superhero. by the way, Wonder Woman was created way before yeah. uh, Carol Danvers was, so DC sure. was kind of on this. Had that idea years and years before Marvel kind of came around to it um, DC but I, I think that there's a lot of uh, kind of landmines that the movie's going to have to find a way to kind of outmaneuver in the sense like, that'
0: uh, getting raped in space
2: Yeah, maybe maybe don't do that and, and also <laughs> I mean how, how are they going to create their relationship between Carol and Marvel? Because if they stay true to the comic book, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people. Because I think that the people that this, the demographic that this movie is meant to kind of, you know, what they're trying to accomplish with Carol Danvers gets smushed by the relationship between Danvers and Marvell, in my opinion. So they're going to have to do something different. Like, I don't see how else they can, how else they can,
0: you know, approach it. all we have for this part you guys thank you so much for tuning in uh, next week we'll be dropping part two and in part two we get a little bit more into the movie uh, what to expect what we've done research on from a director's standpoint from an actor's standpoint um, and then we'll give our predictions of the movie and uh see if it lines up with what you guys are thinking so um thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week